Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. Today, I have with me Pratana Sibal. She is the head of client services at Pical Co., uh, based in Asia, Singapore, actually. Welcome, Pratana. Could you introduce yourself and the company? Thank you, Elias, for having me on the show. And this is great to be here. I'm, and I'm looking forward to our next 20 minutes of conversation. So I, as you mentioned, I'm the head of client services at Pickle & Co. Uh, we are one of Asia's first and the largest podcast agency. We are based out of Singapore, but all of our clients are uh, across the globe. So we service clients within, within India, Singapore, Australia, UK, um, even all the extent to US. So uh, the kind of clients that I work with on an ongoing basis are all enterprise level clients. So maybe management consultancies, uh, banks, uh, even educational institutes, or um, I'll even say government bodies. So those are the kind of clients that I typically work with. And my point of contact usually within the team is either the VP of marketing or the VP of communications. Um, and they are the ones that I deal with on a daily basis. So I hope that whatever I have learned in the last three years with uh, Pickle & Co, uh, I can share that experience with everyone here. Um, as a team, collectively, we have an experience of um, producing over 1,000 plus podcast episodes. So uh, I'm sure there are a lot of takeaways for your listeners here. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to this interview because... We're going to talk podcast today on this podcast. Um, you are from the podcast space. I have done over 120 podcast episodes on this podcast. Wow. Um, the listeners might not be into that podcast too much, into the podcast platforms, etc. So to set the stage a little, how many podcasts are there worldwide? And um, how many listeners do can we, can we uh, well, listen to podcasts on a weekly or monthly basis? Okay, so uh, let me put it in this way. There are um, 2 million podcasts in the world today. And uh, to, to contextualize it and what it really means for your listeners is that this 2 million number is, is the same as the number of websites that were back in 1998. And wow. today, there are 1.7 billion websites. So in podcast terms, we are still very much in the early days but there's a lot of growth to come there. Um, in terms of the listeners, we are seeing, according to the latest stats, we're seeing around 1 billion podcast listeners every week. Uh, and this is across the globe. And Asia has started dominating it, obviously because of the high, uh, a lot of middle-aged and youth present in Asia, but otherwise also with the population size, Asia has started dominating the podcast listeners, the big chunk of it. Um, and pandemic obviously accelerated this entire thing we were actually uh, people were actually thinking and the businesses were thinking that uh, most of the podcast listeners they listen in while they're commuting and the pandemic with work from home and everything uh, the numbers will be declining but actually we have seen a huge 
huge increase growth in the numbers of podcast listeners just because people get a bit tired with the visuals and the meetings all day long and they try to listen to the podcast as an additional means to learn to um to tune out from the other work environment and while they are multitasking so this this has actually pandemic has led to a great acceleration in podcast listenership 1 billion listeners every week yes. so so imagine i'm i'm a listener to the marketing technology podcast i'm a marketer and mm-hmm. i'm thinking about starting a podcast i first have to convince probably my my team members and my c <laughs> level yeah. team right so because this is going to cost money it's going to take resources from 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 the company budget etc so why is it so attractive for b2b brands to start a podcast and how can people marketers convince their peers yeah i think this is a question that i get a, uh, a lot of times and i do work with uh, a lot of comms leaders here to try to build that case study for their team to sell that idea because being a podcast host you also know that this is a long term game and it's a teamwork it cannot be just done as an individual effort so i i usually break this question down into four parts possibly how we can answer it so the four reasons that makes podcast really attractive to businesses today the one that i have already highlighted there are 1 billion listeners uh, per week around the globe and that number is growing uh with this number globally um and with global pandemic expediting the decision making to seek out new ways to reach audiences in scalable and authentic format that uh, for sure gives a a very big advantage if you have a b2b podcast the second point is that uh, the listeners are actually very young and influential audiences so your podcast listeners are mostly going to be around aged between 18 to 34 years and at some kind of a vp and c level within their organizations so that is the data that we have and that allows you to reach exactly the right amount of people a uh, right kind of people right target of people mm-hmm. uh, the third point i'll say that there's a lot of diversity in voice so in terms of uh, unlike traditional media podcast listenership and increasingly the content creators are very diverse in their ba- background and culture so just imagine you um, are sitting in netherlands i am sitting in singapore and we are able to share our uh, just cross cultural knowledge uh, through this means of podcast so there's a lot of diversity in the voice which organi- organizations nowadays are putting a very big weightage uh, on um the last thing which is probably the one of the most important data point that will help you sell uh, this idea of podcasting to your internal people will be the high level of engagement um that podcast has so compared to other media podcasts have such high level of self promote uh self reported engagement um social media can be you know fleeting and often fake but podcasts are engaging and real um podcasts also gives like brands an opportunity to tell their story in their own voice uh, in their own voice such that it is very authentic and to give a, a some numbers to it uh if if you know the average youtube video attention span is about 80 seconds mm-hmm. okay for facebook twitter they are actually shorter than this but with the re- recent stats uh, 45% of podcast listeners are at least listening to 75% of each episode so 
with a business episode average length in mind that is 43 minutes so just look at the impact or think about that impact that you are a brand and a listener is listening to you for on an average 43 minutes wow so you are not just getting a listener you're getting a fan out of that listener absolutely and that's what i get back from people that uh, contact me after having listened to the podcast several times they feel like they know the host they have yeah. like a connection to the host so it really is an engaging audience that you get mm-hmm. when when you're podcasting at least that's my experience um when i'm talking to company owners uh, marketers cmos that are thinking about starting a podcast they often see a lot of hurdles because they mm-hmm. have that video um, project in mind that they had you know that took mil- uh, well thousands of dollars to produce a video um, they think about content they have to create so they see a lot of hurdles to start a podcast so mm-hmm. um, what's your experience there how hard is it to start and how do marketers start with a podcast okay. yeah so uh, with this I think starting a podcast is easy However, maintaining and creating a sustainable podcast is difficult. So obviously, we all come across this word called as pod fade. But what that means is that you've started a project, you've started a podcast with all the excitement, you have got a team together. But after six episodes, you are wondering, wait, why did we start it in the first place? Mm-hmm. So to avoid that pod fate, because as you said, there's going to be investment of not just time, but money going in such a podcast project, uh, you definitely need to have two things in mind that will help make sure that you are creating a sustainable pro- podcast rather than just a limited series. So the first con- consideration here would be that do you have a host com- host commitment, like a podcast host commitment? Uh, the most successful podcast that we have worked on came with a team who hold, who already knew who the host was and why they were doing it in the first place. So there was some something for the host in why they wanted to be hosting a brand's podcast. So that was very important to start with. Uh, the second consideration would be, and which this is very important for a B2B podcast, is does the podcast design align with your business objectives? So this is really critical to building the long-term sustainability, uh, sustainable podcast. All new podcasts start with enthusiasm here, but maintaining that enthusiasm requires you to make sure that the objectives of your podcast strategy is meeting with your business objectives. That means your uh, podcast should be moving a needle in your business. If it is, then you definitely have a reason. You have an ROI and you have a reason why you want to do a podcast. And the reasons can be anything. It can be just campaign awareness. It can be brand authority. It can be business development or it can be news and analysis. But you definitely need to have that alignment even before thinking about anything technical, even if before thinking about the equipments, you need to have this podcast design and alignment with your business objectives in place. Okay. So based on the goal you have with the podcast, mm-hmm. you also define topics, right? So yes. if, you, if it's branding, it's going to be a different topic and different guests than when you have like a lead generation perspective or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So um, to keep, and, and I'm talking from experience here as well, but to keep that pace going, to have a weekly or monthly or a couple of like a bi-weekly episode 
on your podcast, you need to have those topics and guests. How do how do you keep that rhythm going as a podcast producer? Yeah. So for creating the content for a podcast, you cannot just go with one source of content. You have to look at different sources of content uh, to draw in for your podcast. So let me put it in again four ways. So first source can be your host. So the content can be around personal journey, connection with the subject, host is a subject matter expert. So the host is able to bring the content on the table. The second source can be your existing body of work. So let's say that your brand has just released a, a market report or a campaign, and now you want to create some con- uh, like you want to create some content and podcast around those white papers and reports, such that you want to go deeper into those topics. So a lot of key talking points can come from there. Uh, the third source of con- uh, third source of content is going to be your guest your guests are probably going to be the most powerful one, especially if you're looking like for a storytelling based podcast. So their personal journeys, their lessons learned, experiences, uh, data insights, and the body of work that can also generate a lot of content. And the fourth, which actually people miss out on is your audience. Your audience is an amazing source of content because they'll have questions, they'll have comments, feedbacks, and insights. So that will also allow you to um, work closely with your audience to create a content series that they are liking. So I, till the time you are looking, exploring at all four sources of content, uh, in our experience, you won't uh, you, you won't lose out on content. You'll always have forever content. Great. I, I love the examples and the hands-on tips that you're sharing there, Pratana. So um, that's what our audience loved as well. That's what I get as a feedback. People email me or send me send me some messages mm-hmm. through LinkedIn. So I get feedback a lot on the podcast. Um, just to, and, and to make it even more practical, I'd like to ask you to share some examples of, uh, let's say, B2B practices or B2B podcasts that you have seen that are really successful in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me share with you actually a recent project that we have been working on. Um, so we, uh, so a senior executive of uh, one of India's biggest asset manage, uh, management firm, UTI, uh, they came to us and their international arm, uh, that's the arm they were representing, they came to us. And they said that I need help to tell the India story and to sell the India story uh, to my high net worth clients. So mm-hmm. obviously they they want their high net worth clients to invest in India and the businesses and uh, within their growth story. So they needed uh, a way to communicate that uh, and such a way that the, well, uh, the high net worth people are engaged and such that they're emotionally invested also in making this decision. So that's how uh, we uh, drafted or conceptualized the idea of Inside India. This is by UTI International and the host is Ben Hayward. Um, The idea here is that we are bringing the different aspects of India story, but it's not being told by the team of UTI International. It is actually told by the people who have lived and breathed the story of India. 
they are literally the epitome of uh, what India is all about and the growth that has been seen in last 20, 25 years. So we are getting very high, uh, the, the entrepreneur, we're getting entrepreneurs, we're getting government officials, we're getting people from Bollywood and people from uh, the cricket industry and whatnot. And they are the ones who are telling the real story of India. Mm -hmm. And that project is very successful because it's a B2B podcast. We are not looking at a million downloads here, but we are looking at just sharing the perfect uh, messaging with the right people. So that kind of project was very aligned with their business objective. So talking about those downloads in B2B, Mm -hmm. numbers typically are lower than in B2C in, yes. in all marketing fields, right? Even if you're mm -hmm. looking to website visits, et cetera. Um, in my experience, it takes quite quite some time, up to a year to get like a sustainable flow of downloads. People subscribe to your podcast. Um, what can you share about results in, and that's a number of percentages of downloads um, for what is typical in B2B and if you're looking at numbers of downloads? Yeah, so a typical B2B podcast, which has just started off, can be ranging anywhere between 500 to 1000 per episode download. And by starting off, I am just referring to the first four episodes, which is more like a proof of concept. But when it is growing further, it has potential to go as high as 5000 or beyond. Uh, what usually the B2B comms and marketing leaders tend to lose out on is that sometimes they're only concentrating on the audience and downloads. But instead, as a B2B uh, professional, you should be looking at things beyond that. So beyond that meaning, what is your ranking in on Apple Podcast Store? Right. What is it? If you're in management category, are you on number one, number two, number five in your particular location? Because that is what will generate that organic audience that you're looking for. The second metric to look at is your engagement. So, okay, let's just say that your podcast just had just has thousand downloads, but what is the engagement number? How many people are actually listening to 50 to 60% of the podcast? That, en that engagement number is something that also people don't look at, but is very important in B2B aspects. The last metric that I'll suggest to also look at is that podcast shouldn't be a standalone. Podcast should be part of uh, a campaign in such a way that a lot of derivatives can come through it. So a transcript of the podcast can go on your website and then there you can measure the, you know, the website uh, visitors. Then audiograms, video snippets, other parts, quote cards can go out on your social channels and then you can look at the social bylines and the social impressions. So a lot of content actually gets created out of podcasts. So if we are talking about downloads and audience, that is just, I'll say, step one. But if you want to look at a bigger picture of podcast and why you should be doing it on an ongoing basis, then you need to look at the category ranking. You need to look at your uh, the various content that's, that gets created out of it. And the third point is your engagement number. So that's ways to measure, uh, measure success here. So thank you so much for these very valuable insights into podcasting and B2B podcasting, Pratana. Uh, it was great having you. I'm looking forward to have you back in, in a couple of months to hear more about your project. And for now, thank you for being on the show. Great. Thanks, Elias, for having me. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.